Well, if it's such a, if it's a short enough wait, wait after here, we we can probably afford to walk, and just use whatever wealth we get from the dwarves uh, or this or a knob knocker uh, to fund you know a, a menagerie. Yeah, at some point we'll probably have a dog sled, but for right now, mm. I think just towing it back with all of us working in tandem to pull the goddamn thing is probably the best way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I can't think of anything. Oh, um, not all y'all can see in the dark. Uh, we should get some, uh, Zev will suggest hooded lanterns. Um, I do prefer the torch. Uh, visible flame is good for repelling beasts. Will not the wind blow it out? With oil, it's hard to say. There are times when it does, but for the most part, it continues to burn true. Might have a foul smell with it, but it's serviceable. In thick jabuk. She says to you, and uh, <laughs> I should have learned undercommon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. End of shopping. Going once. Going twice. RP session. Go. Cool. Uh, and we didn't buy any. And we're keeping the rations we have, and just relying on you. Yeah, for we got it. rations for days, literally. Okay. So keep right. me alive. <clears throat> so yeah, Nikolai carries too much rope. Uh, he said rope. Yes. Yeah, we got. We all got rope. Just because he has no idea what he's doing, so he's listening to Goose Blood. Seven hundred says buy a rope. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so as the party is uh, bunking up in the common room, I assume it's probably a very uncomfortable scenario. Do we have, do we have, sorry, do we have tents? Yes. Like, okay, cool. As long as we're covered. Yep. Right. Literally. Literally. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it can be very uncomfortable in the commons room. You're snuggling with strangers for the most yeah, part. They're very cute, but that's not my jam. Um, that's also the band that played tonight. Snuggling so with strangers. strangers. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a hipster band that would play at a place that only serves IPS. Yeah. Um, so after about four hours of rest, uh, Chris Blood only sleeps in shifts. He's used to taking watch shifts when he's pulling wagon trains and stuff like that. So uh, four hours in, he snaps up out of uh, out of sleep and gets up and leaves the common room. Okay. Uh, and ingests the berries that he purchased from up the way. The ones that you're not supposed to eat? The one you're not supposed to eat. Okay. Uh, this is something he's done before in the past to try and like sharpen his skills in terms of navigating in the dark, navigating in the snow. I can fall the puke back. The effect of it is un, very unpleasant on the digestive tract, but what he's doing it for is that it causes the skin to feel very flush and the vision to swim to the point where clarity of vision is very difficult. Uh, and so he ingests these berries and uh, removes the wrapping from his face, mm -hmm. and it's very cold to the skin, but because he's so flush, it's a bit more tolerable. And the vision goes, and he's navigating pretty much solely on sense of touch and smell and hearing. Uh, and this is something that he does on occasion because so much of what he does is to prevent calamity from happening while you're out in the dark when you can't see anything. And he really relies on his other senses to pick up the slack. And this is a way to kind of force him to keep those skills honed. Uh, and on this night in particular, he's finding that uh, when you learn any skill, you sort of plateau and it feels harder and harder to break that ground and get better at something. But on this night, uh, as he ingests the berries, there is something that just feels crisper to him, like a smell that he's unfamiliar with or the way that the wind is hitting the skin where he just has a bit more of a natural nuance to what's around and what's... Um, interrupting the flow of the wind so he knows where structures end and the sound of his boots on the snow to indicate the amount of rocky terrain underneath. Uh, and he spends a good solid 30 or 40 minutes just walking out in the snow at night with nobody else around, um, trying to navigate by feel and smell uh, until eventually the effect of the berries wears off and he pukes his guts out for about five <laughs> or six minutes. <laughs> wow. And mechanically speaking, what is this that you're doing? Uh, this is me learning my second level skill to no blind fighting in 10 feet. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Um, uh, so. so as you're making this trek out, and you're, I, just, I assume you're doing this in like sort of the streets and alleyways around the yeah. inn, you're not like leaving the city proper. Right. Like that, yeah. um, as you're doing this um, and you're, you're exercising your ability to sort of see without sight, um, you start to pick up on like the creak of leather straps on armor, um, the sound of maybe a, a sheath, the blade banging against a, a you know someone's hip as they walk, um, and these sort of things. And you realize that what you're what you're hearing, what you're what you're sensing, is uh, one of the city watch that is sort of just patrolling around this one particular building. Um, and as your um, your berry puking 
ceases and you use <laughs> you know you know you're back to the pitch black night of of Brinchander. Um, you see this guard that you've sort of been using as your focal point for for honing your skills, and they are patrolling this. Uh, you know, it's it's a dark, quiet house, but they're all dark, fairly quiet houses at this point. This one appears to be some kind of an artisan shop, and uh, this guard is half elven, probably working this night shift because he can see without having to light a torch. And um, he's sort of just uh, keeping an eye on you, keeping an eye on anybody else. There's very few figures out at this point in the quote unquote evening, um, but he's uh, he's guarding this one particular building. Uh, in which the door is, um, it's sort of leaning closed, but every once in a while a breeze will come by and you can see that the door just sort of like flops um, brokenly on its hinges. The door is not in good repair. Hmm. Okay. Um, I do want to near this scenario, but not so close that the, the guard feels threatened. So maybe like 30 feet away, 40 feet away. Okay. Um, he probably heard me vomiting, so he probably just thinks I'm drunk. Yeah, it's not uncommon this close to the North Look for a drunkard to come out and puke his guts up in the snow. Yeah. Um, smells like cranberries. <laughs> <laughs> and mammoth milk. <laughs> it smells like rotten hay is what it smells like. Um, but yeah, I'll try and just get a bit of a closer look. I assume there's probably uh, some sort of a magic light source or something, or is it totally pitch black? It is completely pitch black. Um, he is using his dark vision to do his... Okay. Um, but I don't want to approach directly on the street. I'll like pick an alleyway to duck down and then kind of approach the building from the other side and just kind of listen and try to get a feel for what's actually going on. It okay. seems like a strange thing, but not that weird. Ignore me. <laughs> Google. That's for dorks. Real men use Bing. That's um, not true. <laughs> no, no, nobody uses Bing. <laughs> So as you as you near this building, it is um, it is clearly a um, sort of a combination storefront and um, workshop with maybe an apartment built over the on the second floor. All the buildings in Brinchander seem to be second floor structures because they all have, like I said, this very pronounced um, steep roof. So a lot of these buildings are like a storefront down below with a small apartment above. Um, and this building is very much the same. Uh, it is completely dark on the inside, just as it is on the outside. Um, this one door that you've seen flapping open it seems to be the only uh, point that is open. Everything else, the windows seem to be shut. The back door seems to be closed. Okay. Um, I just want to sort of delicately test the windows and see if they slide up or down. Um, the windows would slide up. Um, give me a stealth roll. Nine. Nine. Um, give him a fair shot. All right, so you're, you're able to time this with uh, with the guards' pretty predictable patrol so that you can get close enough to the building to do this. Um, the windows slide up. It is, uh, let's see. Uh, this one window that you try is actually unlocked. You could push it open if you wanted to. Okay, yeah. Um... We're, we're still going on the whole, I'm slightly intoxicated by berries thing, so... Sure. Um, we'll give it a whirl, because I'm starting to feel it, and I think that I can actually kind of navigate the house. So this is a test. I know I can navigate outside where there's wind, but now mm. there's no wind indoors. I want to know how I'm doing, so... Okay. Um, give me... Uh, I'm going to keep you, keep making you make stealth checks, so go ahead and give me one. This one's a 14. 14. All right, um... So you're able to get the window open and get inside pretty quietly. Um, when you first enter, it appears that you're in um, what would be like maybe a small kitchen area. There's a there's a hearth that's cold. Um, a small table, chairs, uh, one door that leads out, one door that leads to the stairwell up to the second floor. Out meaning out into the other chambers of the, the home. Yeah. Um, can I hear any people inside the building? No, you hear nothing. Okay. Make a um, give just make a perception check just for shits. Sixteen. Sixteen. Okay. The only sound you can hear besides the wind whistling through the slats and the the boards is the guard that you know his, his footsteps are crunching away as he you know patrols the building. Okay. The outside of the building. Uh, I'm gonna wait for the footsteps to get further away and then I'm going to uh, feel around for stairs. Okay. You're able to find them. Give me a stealth check to see if you bang your toe into the bottom stair. Great. Okay. Yep. You very carefully, knowing that there's stairs there, you find it with your toe, and then 
ease your weight on. Shouldn't the stair have made an attack roll? Isn't that how mm-hmm. that should have worked? Because that's what happens in my house. Is... Crit, you're dead. <laughs> uh, you slam your toes into the stair. I use my ranger ability to shunt all the damage to Nicolau. <laughs> <laughs> my toe exploded. I didn't know he was your animal companion. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't have toes. <laughs> yeah, so he's immune to toe damage. Anyway, continue. Uh, yeah, so now I'm kind of getting this weird feeling like this house should not be abandoned, the door shouldn't be closed. Uh, or rather, not fully closed. So I just want to kind of feel around upstairs and see if something has gone wrong. Gotcha. Um, so you enter what is like a small bed chamber. Um, you're able to sidestep the chamber pot, and um, you you sort of like feel where the bed is. You know, the straw-filled mattress and everything. And um, running your fingers over the bedding. You can feel that cold feeling of like it was wet, but now that moisture has frozen. Without the benefit of seeing color, you can't see what it is. But this, whatever it is, this mattress seems to have been pretty much soaked in it. Uh, stiff by hand. Does it smell like uh, like blood, like coppery? Give me like a medicine check or something. Yeah, medicine check or something. Seventeen. Uh, yes, it's absolutely blood. Okay. Um, I start kind of feeling around for a possible corpse. Uh, you run your fingers over enough of the bed that you're pretty sure if there was a humanoid corpse on this bed, you would have felt it. There is no corpse on this bed right now. Okay. Um, before I leave this place and kind of get the fuck out before something really bad happens, um, I just want to like sniff around because the whole idea is that I'm relying on my other senses. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to really focus on the odor of what blood smells like Okay. to see if I can potentially detect that it goes down the stairs or out the window or something. Um... Give me a... I guess that'd be a perception roll. Twelve. Twelve? No. Uh, your senses are limited to, like, you, there, there's standing blood on the bed. That's what you could smell. It doesn't seem like there's any more pools or puddles of it that would attract your your olfactory senses. Okay. Um, that being the case, uh, I will take one of the uh, cloth wraps off of my various kit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just make sure that my hands are pretty well wiped down before I walk yes. back out of the streets. Yeah, it's that. Too. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, it, you you can wipe. I mean, the they're very little transferred onto your fingers because this is frozen solid. Um, with your medicine check, that was pretty good. Um, you can tell that for blood to freeze this this solid, this is, must have been sitting in a cold house for you know over oh, wow. a couple yeah. of days. Yeah. Um, so wiping your hands off is no big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more stealth check will get you out of the building. Uh, 11. 11. Uh, you, you can hear that door that's every so often banging. It creaks open and you can hear a voice downstairs. Hey, is there anyone in here? Uh, I don't just freeze. Okay. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> um, with your blind fighting sense, you can hear that sword that was in the scabbard get drawn off of it, out of its, uh, scabbard. And he, you can hear that same voice go, Hey! Hey, let me get some help over here. I think someone's inside. Oh, shit. Um, let me check and see what I've got. Uh, <laughs> this went uh, not the way I thought it might go. Uh, uh, I need to know if Just I... sacrifice him to oral, Ben. Oh, <laughs> good fucking... I mean, you can, you can give an oral sacrifice if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's the unwritten rule of the road. Um, there is a verbal component. Motherfucker. Right. Um, of note, the bedchamber has a window. Yeah, that's probably my best bet. Uh, Do I you just, have any rope? Or did you give it all to Nicola? I have loads of rope. I'm not going to use rope. There'll be a rope leading out the side of the house. So now I'll just uh, I'll go check the window and see if it slides up or down. It slides up. Okay, yeah. So I'll just pop that open and get the okay. fuck out. All right. uh, give me, I guess, an acrobatics check to get out the window safely. Nine. Nine. Take six points of falling damage oh. as uh, you you miss the soft, cushy pile of snow and clatter, you know, helplessly onto like a, a frozen over courtyard in the backyard. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I assume you're you're running away post haste. Yeah, this is uh, this is fuck off time. Uh, okay. I use my mobile feet and get out of here twice as fast. Okay. Um, yeah, you uh, you can you can hear you can hear like other guards like converging on the building, and they go inside. Um, there's not much to find, so they don't really give chase. But um, 
yeah, you, you stumbled on what might have been maybe a crime scene. Like a few days ago, probably. Yeah, yeah. tough to tell. Yeah. Um, is that it for your RP? Pretty much, yeah. Uh, now that I've kind of gotten the adrenaline into the system and the uh, the berries have worn off in full, um, yeah, I'm, I'm running top speed without having a torch lit, too, so it's like, I really hope these senses are good. <laughs> and it's through like, icy streets, too, so it's like... <laughs> so in, in, the middle, in the middle of the night, Kuspalad decided to be Bryn Shander's Batman. Bat-shander. <laughs> if you're a ranger and you're not Batman, are you truly a ranger? Um, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, Scott, yes. I don't want to. Let me check. No. <laughs> Anything else before we decide to go after the iron ingots? Uh, so presumably Kusblad comes back to the the common room, and you know everyone who sleeps is asleep, and Una is sort of trying to stick as close to Nicolau again because warm and protective, and also it was snuggling with strangers. Uh, it's not <laughs> something you want to do as a fourteen-year-old girl. No. Um, Especially drunk ten towner. Strangers. You're not in the ten towns if you're a nice person. Yeah. But uh, she is actually uh, sleeping sort of fitfully and like mumbling in her sleep, and it's hard to tell if it's just weird, like sleep talking, or if it's actually in some language. Uh, and after a few moments, she sort of sits up, gasps for breath, and rubs her eyes, and immediately turns to you, and you can see her eyes are sort of, uh, almost like cats in the dark. And she just goes, Kuspalad? And, uh, Kuspalad doesn't really know who can and can't see in the dark, because it's a world of magic exists. Mm -hmm. So he just holds a finger to his mouth, and does that. And then goes back to where he was by the window to go curl up for sleep. Mm -hmm. And Una sort of huddles back down, and you see the eyes sort of dart around the room. Not like she's looking for anything, but like she's seeing something for the first time. And then after a couple of minutes, the eyes go out. She lays back down next to Nikolai. Well-timed frost punk music right here. Completely by accident. Gave me goosebumps. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Sorry, I'm peeing, for those who can't see it. <laughs> Into a cup. <laughs> well, you gotta get your drug test done Yeah, this is, this is the part of the game where I take everybody's urine sample. <laughs> is it it's is it like bedtime around Bren Chandra at this point? Yes. Alright, so I guess we'll touch base with um, Copper in the morning to see if he's uh, sourced his materials. Gotcha. Um, I like I like a, a comic relief moment with, uh, with Nicolau while he's sleeping. Yeah. Because like, the cow's tail kind of goes... Uh, um, you know, an automatic kind of swishing around <laughs> at night, and, he, and there's like a, a drunk who's sleeping kind of nearby, and I just kept whacking him in the face, and he has to like get up and go somewhere else. Ow! That drunk is me. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's just keeping him <laughs> I will just be, uh, well, after my meditations, I'll just be um, up probably in some corner of the common room. Um, just sat down where I can with a, with a small dancing light. Around and, and I'll just be doing my uh, my language work worksheets. Taxes. Ah, yeah, the Duolingo bird is calling your name. Yes. <laughs> the owl that attacks me when I don't do my homework. Gotcha. The, the owl bear, bear kill our friends. <laughs> that was the owl lingo. You didn't learn giant yet? Oh, I'm gonna kill all your friends. <laughs> yeah. Keeps you accountable. Oh, I forgot to study again. <laughs> you have to kill more of my friends. That's, that's what happened to that guy from Fast and the Furious. Vin Diesel didn't study his language. <laughs> he studied ever a language. Um, uh, and honestly, as for RP, there's just um, there's just moments of like <coughs> her realizing how how alone she is up here, yeah. and how she really does have to depend on these people to survive. She can navigate the uh, political waters of the the most the most corruption-infested place in Faerun, but something simple as as the tundra yeah. is going to be the death of her if she does not play her cards right. Yeah. So oh. she'll just be looking over at everybody. Can you consider us people? She has to. <laughs> yes. Maybe not you, you're not 18 yet. Until she finds better ones. And other than that, just making, just making quiet notes about her companions, uh, wondering very much about them. Particularly the uh, the young girl here uh, wouldn't be the first time she's encountered, you know, young <coughs> young female born with inexplicable powers. Mm. Not that you've really demonstrated that many of them, but uh, still, you found we found you alone in a cave. You've done a few. 
couple. Yeah. Couple weird things. Chuck some Eldritch Blasts and some Dissonant Whispers. That's true. Yeah. Telepathy to at least two party members. Oh. Uh, all right, so you take your reverie. Everyone else takes their night's rest. You can take a long rest if you have anything to recover. I don't think you do. Um, <laughs> oh, you do. Mm-hmm. I do. You do. Uh, do I get the benefit of that long rest? Because I interrupted my sleep halfway through. Um, I will say if you want your rest to linger on until lunchtime in the morning, you can get the full benefit. But if you want to start out straight I don't. Away. I want to start right in the morning. So okay. I'll start with a sore ankle. You get a short rest and you can just take a, uh, take a hit die if you want one. Cool. That sounds good. <clears throat> Put a nice pack on it. Yeah. Walk it off. Oh, I'm back to full <laughs> anyway because my hit dice are amazing. <laughs> um, so, we are setting off to try and find the iron ingots for... Haruna to bring back the Black Iron Blades. That's yes. Does Copper have the parcel for us? Copper does not have the parcel for you yet. Really but he, um, you do see him the next day. Uh, he goes, if you're serious about taking this delivery, I'm going to take these parchments down. I don't want to give your job away. We would be honored to do the job. All right. Check back with me in a week. I'll see what I have for you. Very good. Um, Thank you, Mr. Copper. My pleasure. Anything for you. And he hops up on the little stool he carries around and starts prying down his nose. Perhaps, perhaps next time you meet, you may tell me of your sun god. Sure. And there's somebody you should meet, because I'm going to rub her nose in this. He is risen. <laughs> god damn it, Perwin. <laughs> um, we, <laughs> we are going to go into a skill challenge. Um, Ooh. We... Um, so you have you have a lead on where the uh, the iron ingots are. They are somewhere north of Bryn Shander, between Bryn Shander and the Dwarven uh, <coughs> Valley. They are near a place called Dancing Gardens. Uh, this is going to be a three-round skill challenge. We are going to do one round, and we're going to see where we stand. I would like everybody to pick a skill that you think would be relevant to this task. Um, the DC will depend on... That's my skill. <laughs> your skill. It's a good skill. Um, we'll start wherever we want to and then go clockwise around the table. So who's got something hot and on deck? So this is these are just travel challenges. This will be um, this would be like trying to figure out where the the iron is. So it can be the challenge of travel, could be the challenge of investigation. All right, I will persuade the iron to come closer. There to you us. go. You talk the iron into coming over. That would be very high DC. Um, but I intimidate Zevian into doing it better. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever whoever's got a little bit of narrative to go with their skill check can start, and then we'll we'll go from there. Uh, Una's from around these parts. She probably knows if there's a particular road that they're most likely to have taken. Okay. Would that be a survival or a history check? Uh, I would allow either one, although I'm going to give history a lower DC. Uh, let's go for history. All right. Oof. Mm. Nope, I'm a 14-year-old girl. That's a whopping five. Uh, unfortunately, it seems like if they didn't come through Lonelywood into Targus and around Brinchander that way or through the Cares, then they must have gone overland travel through the tundra. No roads. Mm. Uh, going around, do you have something? Yeah, so... Um I haven't really been role-playing him as such, but but Nikolai was actually pretty gregarious, and he probably would have been, like, you know, joking and talking to people, sure, yeah. and, you know, swapping stories. And at some point, he probably would have tried to, like, you know, talk to these dwarves because they were in the common room with yeah, us, right? Sure. Yeah. Um, without going into the RP of it, you know, yep, basically yep. looking to... Uh, I was going to do an insight check to see if I could actually pick up anything um, that they might be saying that uh, is extra clues that yeah. uh, maybe they didn't quite give, like, openly. Sure. It's going to be, uh, I can't read this, I can't read this. It's 10, uh, 14. 14 is enough. Um, so in, in chit-chatting up with these dwarves, there was three of them. Haruna was the female who was smoking the cigar, who was the, the talker of the group. And then it was Korax, who was quiet, and Sturm, who was preoccupied with the windows for some reason. Um, talking to Haruna is easy. She's pretty forthcoming with information. Sturm plays things very close to the chest. He's very, like, your dour dwarf type. Um... With your insight, you're able to tell, like, he's... There's something about the route they take and the reason they're here and the whole iron shipment that's kind of hinky, um, and it might not be completely legal. Oh. Um, it's, it's a success in terms of the skill challenge. Um, it also sort of implies, like, why they came the way they did and not, you know, through a road that you would have heard of. Who's got next? Ah, uh, jeez. So... I'm tr- I think I could probably contribute stealth to this because we're gonna, are we going to be suffering for camping at any point here? 
Uh, it's a six-hour journey, so, I mean, trudging through the snow on snowshoes, even <coughs> for six hours, is tiring. You might stop to take a short rest or something. Right, okay, so I'll, uh, why don't I contribute stealth to this uh, so that we can not only take advantage of camouflaging our camp, but also uh, perhaps Zev can use help us use the darkness to our advantage, uh, as she is good at navigating such passageways uh, and maybe apply them to this tundra atmosphere. Sure. There must be places that have, like, mountainous growing things or like mm -hmm. maybe passages. rocky outcroppings yeah. and trees and just a way for us to travel uh, both swiftly and unseen yep let's see how it goes cool 20 wow 20 oh, yeah it, very successful Zev, Zev is like one with the darkness and the dark <laughs> yeah. uh, specifically what Zev excels at is finding ways to cut across the country where even your torchlight is sort of obscured from anybody who might be looking out for you. Um, so, excellent job, Zev. Sai hey. uh, or Kuspalad, who's got what? I could take it if you don't want to. Well, you, does it have to be a skill? You got a spell? <laughs> I do have a spell. Is it a cantrip or is it a spell slot spell? It's a ritual. It's a ritual. Okay. So I could be doing this while they're doing their shizzy. Um. <laughs> all right, you're not gonna like it. <laughs> I appreciate the warning. Conjure boner. <laughs> let's let's let Kuspalad do his thing, and we'll finish on your your ritual. So mine is uh, extremely mundane, as all my things are. Yeah. Uh, we are hiking up the road at this point. We've left the town, and we're actually making progress. Mm -hmm. But uh, a snowdrift has blown over, and there's now this like large frozen ice, uh, almost like a rocky outcrop that's very vertical, mm -hmm. that the dwarves were obviously expecting to not have blown into this shape while they were traveling. Uh, it requires us to travel vertically up it. So I'm going to be using my athletics to help people who are less good at mountaineering and rope use to get the fuck up the side of the mountain. Okay. So that's an athletics for me. It's a total of 10. It's pretty butt. 10 is uh, not very good. Unfortunately, um... While good at mountain climbing, this is loose pack snow. It's drift snow. And even with the help, people are just sinking into their hips. Could, could I offer uh, a way to prevent <laughs> that from happening? I'm going to say no, because it's a skill challenge. Um, okay. To respect the sanctity of the skill challenge, which Dave is about to ruin for us. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> and ruin my, my beautifully crafted skill challenge. Yeah, so uh, I'm going to cast Speak with Animals <laughs> and okay. uh, try to... He already speaks common. Oh, oh snap! Humans, <laughs> so, so pedantic. That was a Nico low blow. And um, <laughs> just ask one of the uh, local bird friends um, what they saw with these dwarves coming in in the past twenty four hours. All right, um, you're gonna cast that as a ritual. Yeah. All right, that sounds like a social check to me. All right. How good are you at chatting up the local birds? I mean, you could speak with them. It doesn't mean they want to give you anything. <laughs> Uh, would this be persuasion then? Persuading? Uh, I mean, it depends on how you want to talk to the bird. You could lie to the fucking bird if you want to. Or intimidate, intimidate the bird. Or intimidate <laughs> the bird. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Where are the bodies? Bread. I got some bread if you got information for me. Give me a persuasion roll. Yeah, baby. I don't think seagulls come this far north. Um, 17? That's enough. Uh, the bird would very much like to have bread. Oh, they, they, um, we're, we're trying to find out uh, this iron ore that the sketchy dwarves uh, left behind. Did, did you see any <coughs> real dwarves coming from, not from the roads, but from, like, off the beaten path, if you will? Uh, it squawks at you and says, yes, seen dwarves. Your what, statue's where I poop. What bird would be out here? Snitches. Uh, well, there's a lot of snowy owls. Cardinals? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, your winter birds. Cardinals, blue jays. Turns. Turds. Okay. What? The big turn, turns. Turn, not a oh. turn. <laughs> I'm talking to a steamer. Grabber. Just a big log with wings. That would be, that would be in character. <laughs> Obviously, Sai is still drunk. <laughs> um, yeah, so where the statues are, huh? Or can you point or maybe lead us a little bit? You don't have to go too far from your home. Um, and it will, yeah, it will use, uh, it will use like its beak to sort of point you in a general direction. So now you have like a direction of travel. <laughs> yeah, this guy says that they came from over there. Increase blood arches an eyebrow. Uh huh. Great. The turd with wings speaks to you. <laughs> All right. So round one of the skill challenge is complete. Um, you guys did okay. Yeah. Where do we? Well, I started with my weak skill, so hopefully that helps. Um, 
before the second round begins, uh, Coos Blood would probably be the first to notice this. Uh, it appears that coming from the northwest, near like the, the Sea of Moving Ice, there is a storm coming in. Um, stormy weather. Um, you notice it because this is the time uh, of day where the um, the sun would normally be coming up to the point where you get that four hours of twilight. So right as the mountains are starting to illuminate right around the, the rim of the world, you can see that on the opposite direction, um, these storm clouds are rolling in and obscuring like the stars. Snow still, kind yeah, of it's thing. kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, but it's got sort of a very sort of like weird color. Like, you know how they say the color changes in the sky during like a tornado? Mm -hmm. This is like that, but instead of turning green, it's turning like a deep like purpley. Oh. Yeah. Um, and this is rolling in. I mean, it's it's sort of not in the direction you're heading. It's rolling in off to the side of you, but there there might be weather in your near future. Mm. Purple um, purple approaches. <laughs> Command. Stormy weather. <laughs> so, following the directions of the bird friend, obscured by Zeb's uh, monster stealth, um, and the information gleaned by Nikolau talking to the dwarves, you're able to find uh, what's referred to as the Dancing Gardens. And it is indeed a grouping of statues of what look like elven um, figures, all of them either trying to shield their face or hide or in some sort of fearful pose. There's maybe like 12 of them, and they've all suffered the kind of damage that you would expect leaving statues out in the weather for many, many years. And they're just statues? Appears to be just statues. Okay. Um, this appears to be the place where they said they were attacked. Um, this is more of an investigative uh, purpose. You're, you're looking for their their the scene of their crime. Yeah. Um, in addition, you have this weather that's rolling in. That's a wrinkle. And further into the, into the tundra, anybody with good perception can see that there is a light on a sleigh that is coming in the opposite direction. Or not in the opposite direction. It's coming like in your direction, coming towards this area we're investigating. It's the popo. Cheese it. <laughs> that, that you can interact with. Zevian definitely oh, wants to check out these elven statues. Okay. Because, uh, it sounds like you have something hot and ready to go. Go especially ahead. Especially because, well, it's more of a quiet thing. Um, you guys might see a bit of a change in her stride as she comes up. So these are like fancy elven statues, as in like an elven civilization might have, might have been here at some point. These look like they are very lifelike elven statues. They are, are very realistic depictions of elves. Sweet. I would love to take a closer, closer look at them. Go ahead. I say that to, like throughout the journey, she's... Despite her expertise in stealth and guiding you through, like I said, low constitution, not suited to this environment, um, she's definitely been kind of flagging a bit, mm -hmm. this whole thing. Mm -hmm. uh, this, but then when she sees this, her, she, it's like she gets a second wind. Yeah. And she gets a curious, scholarly, and uh, one might even say a slightly mean look in her eyes Ooh, okay. um, as she sees El uh, elven statues. Because I'm sure she recognizes the, the difference between the physical difference between drow elves and high yes. elves. Yeah. Um, so, Elves are stoned. Yeah. So she, so she will take. She'll probably make a point to be the closest one to get here. I'll use cunning action to dash over. Ooh. Okay. Sprinting through the snow. Yep. Dashing on the <laughs> snowshoes, so it looks silly. Actually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Flip flopping like on clown feet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what you got for a roll for me then? Um. Well, first, history to see if this is like some sort of elven site. Sure. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve, not a success. Um, you considered not rolling history, Everick. I wanted to succeed. It's one of my double proficiencies. <laughs> um, yeah, this is unfortunately a failure, um, and it it may be because, um, as many of the faces around the table have surmised, these statues don't bear the artistic uh, flair mm -hmm. of any sort of actual artwork that you would have studied in school. I cast um, detect magic. Okay. Um, I'm not sure they would light up as magic, but let's say for shits and giggles, there's a, uh, actually, you know what? You do detect a, a, a strong, um... Transmutation? That's my guess. But I'm thinking of something else that's part of this as well. Uh, Erection. Fuckutation. <laughs> it's like a strong nature magic. Maybe like a, uh... Druidic? Yeah, like a druidic magic. Okay. Somewhere in the area... Would an arcana check help in this case, too? Uh, you've already made your roll. Okay. You can maybe maybe in the, the third round if we get that far. No problem. Um, who's got something else that they want to do? Uh, Zev is looking at statues. Go I'll ahead. We have a storm blowing in. It looks really nasty. That purple light's probably something I've encountered before. Uh, I'm going to be looking for places that we can take cover from wind. 
uh, places where snowdrifts won't blow over on top of you. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe using the statues as a natural break. Uh, looking for places where frozen lumber won't come crashing down. Yes, um, that's so a problem. Before. Basically, kind of looking like looking for a cornice. Basically, is uh, what I'm going to go with. I'm going to use survival for that. All right, find that cornice. <laughs> my cornice. We're in Iowa. Oh my god, my dice have abandoned me. I'm at a twelve. Uh, twelve is a failure. Um, yikes! Uh, I'm still vomiting. Yeah. Well, and, and <laughs> just start vomiting again. So you you are in sort of a clearing in which frozen lumber is not a problem. So you're at least comfortable with that. Uh, the statues are only five and a half to six feet high. Tough to really do anything with that. Maybe you could stretch a canvas across it and make like a half a windbreak, but um, really your options are somewhat limited. Uh, it does look like this storm is maybe trending just a, a hair to the south. You might be okay, but you might not be. Uh, tough to say. Apologies for interrupting the scene. I did have a quick question. Mm. Uh, the magical effect I detected mm. was it? Did each statue have a different effect, or was it an overall thing? It is uh, emanating from one object. You did not find while you were looking at the statues something hidden in the snow, perhaps. Hidden in the snow. Mm. Okay. Uh, who's got something else? Una, Sai. I'll and point this out to the group then. Oh. I'll tell them there's something in the snow, but I can't find it. Um, I'll see what Kuspalad is doing and, and basically try to do the same since he's still puking his guts <laughs> out. Trying to do it better, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it was a bad morning for Kuspalad, but that was self-inflicted. He knew what he's doing. That is also a 12. Welcome to the party. So okay. I do these th- at the same you amount of work as a thing, professional yeah. Sherpa. You, 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 you watch that carefully and then vomit all over yeah, your Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm going to do what he's doing. Blah. <laughs> uh, Nikolai, you got something? Well, first I want to turn I want to turn aside and say, uh, you know, when... Uh, you know, when, we're, when we're younglings, we're fed hay, composting hay. I don't know what his problem is. <laughs> Humans must have really weak uh, you know, intestinal tracts. Yeah. That's maybe, true. Maybe if they had more than one stomach, they would be fine. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Their, their digestive system's much inferior than ours. <laughs> Do you have a cow like multi chamber stomach? Oh, there's no question what goblins have inside them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, it doesn't matter what's inside. <laughs> it's what's outside that counts. Well, <laughs> as, as Chris Blood peeks again. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Nicolau? Um, so he's going to take a different tact with these statues. He Good. wants to try to <clears throat> triangulate where they're looking. Okay. Mm. And he's going to use an investigation for that. Huh? And it's not one of his high skills. He rolled an 11. It's going to be the number. Why are we all bad at skills? Okay. Um, it was an idea I had. Can you, but... can you party wipe from skill checks? Let's find out. Uh, no, I'm not going to wipe you, but man, I did not even come up with a matrix to determine how to deal with this much failure. Um, Sweet. <laughs> I like the way you put that. We're elite. Uh, yeah, uh, they are looking in all kinds of different directions. It, it kind of in clumps. Two or three over here are looking in one direction. Two or three over here are looking in a different direction. Um... There's no, like, unified point or, or central triangulation point. Okay. What do you got for me, Sai? So I see that he's trying to investigate, like, where they're looking. I'm going to clamber up onto one to, like, get eye view of where they're looking. Wow. Okay. So kind of the same thing, but different. Yeah. All right. Better. Better. Either perception or insight. I okay. Guess. That would probably be perception. They're they're not alive enough to insight. All right. Um, uh, are there... Landmarks that they would be looking at. Like, give me a roll, and we'll find out. I guess we'll find so. out together. <laughs> oh boy, the hill is kind of shaped like a butt. Uh, yeah. Is nine, that also 10, ass? 11, 12. Oh my god, it's 12, 12, 12. Is that 12. A 12. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Well, you 12, guys failed the entire second round of the skill challenge. Impressive. Yeah. No, no, you didn't. You did. You, you, I, I failed. Oh, 13. You failed. Okay. 13. Okay, everybody failed. Yeah. But there is something I would like to do. What would you like to do? Um, as Zev grows frustrated. These statues may hold answers. Shall I dispel the magic about them upon the ground? <laughs> Shake them. Will that broke though? I don't know, but I'm curious to find out. As a dura- Again, she has this kind of edge to her voice. <laughs> I wonder. I do wonder what the high elves were doing here. And you're casting dispel magic. Yeah, because I can. Okay. Um, the druidic magic that you detected is dispelled. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no immediate physical observable change. Um, as this uh, incredible round of skill challenge comes to a close, um, you you see, and I say you see because you don't really hear um, a a pair of dog sleds approach, um, which is 
kind of eerie because you've dealt with dog sleds a lot in the past. Um, Una, you probably are familiar with them too. Um, they are noisy. The, the dogs that pull sled dogs like to bark uh, almost all the time, constantly. These dogs do not make a single sound. Um, and as they pull up to where you're at, you can see one of the, they're both being driven by um, these kind of tall, gangly looking dragonborn. Um, one of them is shaped kind of like, um, if you picture the Goombas from the Mario Brothers movie, oh God, very, yes. very huge broad body on the shoulder, very small. I mean, kind of. Um, that's a toad. Very, very small uh, head, not round like the Goombas. It's got like a, a, a snout, like a dragonborn would have, but very broad shoulders and a very tiny head. The other one is just a string bean physique, just very tiny with the, the dragonborn head. Uh, they're both wearing like these big um, fuzzy gray cloaks or gray coats to keep themselves warm. Um, the one with the big broad shoulders is driving uh, a, a seated passenger. Uh, I believe I have a picture of her. Um, She's a pissed off frost giant. Get her. No, no, not not her. Uh, her. Um, oh, it's oh. grandma. And uh, she's seated in in this lead sleigh, and um, they they call a halt right in front of you. And the dog, when they call the halt, the dogs like stop, and there's none of the barking, there's none of the yipping, there's not even any of that hot steamy breath as they pant. They just stand perfectly still in the snow, and. Um, she she stands up and she sort of lifts a uh, a bullseye lantern up and says, "My name is Valin and I am approaching. Please do not hurt me." And she okay. steps off of her sleigh and starts trudging through the snow. Zev relaxes her shoulders, remembering herself. Hello, it's good to see fellow travelers out here. Um, greetings. Before she approaches, I don't know where Una is, mm. but I'm going to try to... There's a pair of hands in the snow. <laughs> if, if she's anywhere near me, I'm going to try to stand moves so that she's hidden <clears throat> from them. Okay. If it's possible. Yeah, if not, not a problem. You're on your own, but... Yeah. Zev will step forward out of the, out of the snowy gloom. Mm. Uh, man, what would the, I don't even... I don't yet know what a proper... I will address her by... Whatever term might be or be appropriate for a, an elder, an elder a female, granny, <laughs> matron, maybe matron Mama. mother. Yeah. Um, Gre- greetings, matron. I am Zevian Fay Branch, a fellow traveler as well. It's a pleasure to meet you, Zevlin, and your friends. These companions of mine. Do you wish me to give? If this is a this is one of our leaders, our Jabuk of the wilderness. His name is Kus. Kus. My name is Valin. My companion, Sai, as well. Ha! I'm up on the statue still. <laughs> Hello, Sai. Uh, and I will omit Una, as she is not within view at the, at the moment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the, I am Nikolau. I will self-introduce. Hello, Nikolau. He's My very name- assertive. He is. Uh, it is a pla- <laughs> steam. <laughs> this is a, an odd place to meet new friends, but a fortuitous one. Uh, my name is Valin Harbell. I am a uh, uh, a traveler. Uh, me and my two sleigh drivers are trying to reach um, Bryn Shander, and we seem to have lost the road. Uh, and I see some weather approaching, and it is uh, making quite nervous. Uh, I was hoping, can you tell me the quickest way to the city? I don't wish to be caught out here. <clears throat> we do plan to head back there soon. And of course, hospitality is rare around these parts. We are happy to oblige. Perhaps you might help us in return. Uh, how might I help you? We are on the search for a sleigh ourselves. Have you seen any around here? Uh, a sleigh I have not, but a... Um, a... Body, a corpse, a uh, uh, decapitated dwarf, I believe. I saw not more than half a mile in that direction. The sleigh we seek belongs to the dwarven folk. This may be a lead. Might you escort us to this to this body? I will gladly show you the way. However, I must be within the city walls before that weather hits. It is of great concern to me. While this is going on, uh, I would like to do an animal handling check to throw a piece of jerky towards the sleigh dogs. Sure. And see if they have any reaction at all. Mm-hmm. 
They explode. Twelve. Twelve. So uh, again. <laughs> yeah, you um, you throw a piece of jerky that lands right at the feet of this lead sleigh dog that doesn't even react. And um, she even see you do this? Probably. I'm not being discreet. Yeah. Uh, even still, she's uh, in the midst of a conversation with Zed and doesn't see the dog reacts in no discernible way. Mm. Uh, is anybody within like arm's reach of where I'm standing at this point? Uh, do you want there to be? Yes. Who? Anybody. I don't care. I uh, will say that you're standing next to... Well, size up on a statue. Maybe you're standing with Nicolau with Una sort of behind the two of you. Uh, I will say... I'll whisper, you know, be on your guard. I don't believe that these dogs still draw breath. Detect magic. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of necrotic magic all around. Yeah. With these people? Yes. Uh, and you will hear in your voice, uh, I don't... I don't like her. We can't tell her we're Brinchanderous. I will, um... Uh, she, is there a somatic component to just to uh, detect magic? I can just do it at will. Um, <laughs> let me just... But I think you still need to cast the yeah, spell, still right? Yeah, let me just, that will affect it. Verbal and somatic. Okay. So oh. she she observes you casting the spell and says, oh... Well, I had already cast it when I was looking at the elf statues, but that's up to you. Okay. If you want uh, me to nope, nope, recast nope. it. No, if, you, if you're maintaining concentration on it, then that's fine. Correct. Oh, yeah. Ten minutes. Okay, then yeah. yeah. Then she doesn't observe it. All right, cool. Thank God. But yes, all the all the sled dogs radiate necrotic magic, Can and I both of the dragonborns irradiate necrotic magic. Could I say that I've taught Sai a bit of dra- of Drow sign language? Um, uh, seems like he's been teaching me some goblin. Okay, sure. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> just a, just a simple sign, just a simple sign. Um, as I'm talking and gesticulating, um, hoping that you'll catch it. You can roll perception if you I'm, like. Oh, I'm definitely, because I can roll a one. Oh, that's, that's a, a 12, six. Dave! <laughs> 16. 16, uh, all right, yeah. A, a quick flash of a hand signal for danger. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> but nevertheless, talking with her. <clears throat> I understand your urgency, madam. Ours is also an urgent mission. We should not be returning to the city empty-handed. If we share our knowledge, then we can help one another. Both achieve our goals swiftly. Now then... Would you take us to this corpse? Give me a persuasion roll. Yep. Also a skill focus, but... Well, no, that's deception, sorry. Do Never your mind. persuasion checks. Do poison damage. Crit. You crit persuasion. <laughs> so 25. So yes. <laughs> she dies. Uh, all right, then. Well, in the interest of getting where I need to go, I suppose... Yes. Um, uh, I, she points to... Um, one of her uh, dragonborn friends, the one in the other sled. Uh, Nax, please be a deer and um, let Zev and his friends follow you over to where we saw that dwarf corpse. And there's sort of a... a and they uh, they wheel, start wheeling the sled dogs the other way. Uh, with all due respect, I will stay here with my sled and you can follow uh, Nax. He will lead you there. But of course. Greetings, Nax. I look forward to working with you. And uh, he just sort of gives. He looks. He looks at Valand, and he looks back at you, and goes, "Uh huh." There's necrotic energy coming uh, off of him too, uh, in that. Yes. Both both of the dragons. Oh boy, ah, jeez, you guys. <laughs> How good are you at stabbing? Good. Oh, she's well, good. That's great. Good That's stabbing. good news. Uh, so she's going to stay there with the statues by herself. Well, with with her other dragonborn and her sled. Yep. So. And and the other the second sled is gonna blink bring you over there. Cool. So it's just us and that one guy. Yep. Okay. Uh remind me which I don't think any of you speak under common, right? I know. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Third. <clears throat> so with a smile on her face, Zebian will turn turn to you. Well fir- uh she'll first say say, Sigh, I am getting rather hungry. Might I Right, I might have sipped through your pack to get up one of those good berries. Oh, no, no, no problem. In undercommon. Yeah. Well, I'll say it in common first so that uh, Dragonborn friend understands that I'm doing something yeah, and right. having a reason to go close to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and as I do, I will uh, begin, I begin whispering to you in undercommon over the wind, hoping that the winds will uh, hide what I'm saying as I tur- as, you know, hood away so that this guy can't read my lips. I was saying... There is energy of death and necromancy coming from all of them. Oh, this could be a trap. Could be. I suggest we press the advantage to perhaps take him out before we can be taken out. Until then, we should use them for their knowledge. True, true. 
You ready to set out? Uh, yeah, I'll just be, and I'll just be saying, get ready to, and just get ready to strike, and then I take a good berry, um, and I will just begin idly munching on it. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, and I will even say to what was his name, Zach? Nax. Nax. Nax, are you hungry? Yeah, I could eat. Excellent. Do you happen to have a spare good berry, Sai? Yeah, a little girl. Beautiful. Here you are. He eats the good berry. Okay. Not bad. Feel full. <laughs> they, they'll do that. <laughs> they expand on their stomach. Kind of feel like I have to poop. <laughs> um. So last round of skill challenges. Uh, <laughs> we've already blown out of the water badly. Um. So now you're going to travel a short distance with Nax in his sleigh. Uh, he's going to be in the sleigh. You guys don't have a sleigh, right? No. no. no we can, so we you're just going to be you're just, yeah, just gonna be snowshoeing it. Um. You have a couple of things you're going to interact with here. Him, you know, you've got his sled dogs. There's the environment. The storm's still coming in. One more round of skill challenges. Let's uh, finish it with a bang. Okay. And Sai, do you pass along the message, by the way? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how you might. I don't know if I can. Yeah. Nice. My performance Without is... giving it away. <laughs> All right, so who's doing what? Should I, I think, I think the, the only thing I'll say in, in common to, the, uh, to my friends... No, I'll say it in... Elvish, in hopes that people understand, uh, she will just, she will just say, "Be ready," to all of you. Does anybody speak Elvish? Sounds like they're speaking Elf again. Yeah. <laughs> you don't speak no Hobbit Elf Spaniel. No, no, I only speak civilized races. Uh, oh. Yaks and whatnot. <laughs> yaks. I speak fluent yak. <laughs> I speak yak and yakety yak. All right. So who's doing what? Um. Fuck it. Can't do any worse than yeah. I already have, right? Um, That's the spirit. So Una will. Uh, she's still kind of trying to keep out of sight of the various dragonborn and uh, our our friend over there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, so I'm just gonna roll stealth and try and sort of hide myself behind the larger party members. Sure, go ahead. I like how you. I like how you roll dice against my dice. I don't know what you're talking about. I, I think that's real dice. fun. I think that's, that's my fun. job. Never rolled a die in my 18! life. 18! Woo! That's more than 12! Yay! <laughs> uh, I will tell, tell you mechanically that's a success. So far, nobody except your own party knows you're here. That you know of. I don't even know you're here. Yeah. <laughs> I assume we left you in Burn Shander. I just went down one of those Mario tubes in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> Never came back. Uh, Alright, who's got what? Can I incite this guy? Him? Yeah. Josh or yeah. his character? No, well, either. It's <laughs> like Josh, but the other part yeah. of his character. Good. To see if I pick up on what he's trying to throw down with his alien language talking. Sure. Yeah, all you really have to go off is the intense look that she gives. That's a, what was yeah. that, a seven. That was pretty good. Yeah, that was a seven. That's oh, 17, 17, old man. 17. Oh. <laughs> That's, That's also more dice. than 12. Yeah, that'll be a 21. With all right, me. Josh, you can tell Nicolau in plain English what you're trying to... Uh, <clears throat> well, uh, Josh could tell Paul and Nikolai uh, understand. Yeah. I think I got the yeah. yeah, yeah. These people, uh, these basically these people are dangerous. Be ready. Okay. Uh, all right, that's the two of you. Um, what do you guys got? More you, than twelve, I hope. Do you want me to go first? I, I don't mind. Yes. Mm. Okay. Um, I'm using my perception. We are uh, snowshoeing behind the sleigh, and I'm assuming that this is a trap because I've now kind of identified that these dogs aren't alive. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm looking for like raised areas where there might be uh, people who would fire down on us, mm -hmm. or like traps where there's uh, loose snow or like breakable ice, that sort of thing. Uh, keeping my eyes peeled for where the trap might come from so I can steer us away from the worst of it. Sure. I fail. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's not even a 12. All right. It's less. Um, yeah. You, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's dark and cold, and there's rocky outcroppings and trees, and the trap can come from any angles. Frankly, you're just not the strategist that... I'm focusing on my eyesight, and I just intentionally sabotaged my own eyesight the night before. Yeah. Good job. Uh, Sai, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, I'm not even tracking failures anymore. I don't even know why I have an open. Yeah. <laughs> After so getting his information, um, I will cast Produce Flame. Well, I will pull off the glowing yellow mushroom that ignites as <laughs> Produce Flame. Okay. Um, that lasts for 10 minutes. All right. And I'm going to use, uh, I guess, Insight on... 
What's his name? Dax Vex? Dax. Yeah, Nax, the weird evil guy. Oh, and I... He's a legomaniac. Yeah, he... Why are we so bad at dice? That's a five. Well, they get better when it matters more. (laughs) All right. So that's a nine, which means he's trying to show us we're... Outstanding. Um, and, I, and I still have to make one. You so. have still have to oh, make one. Unless that persuasion check counted toward that. Uh, I will allow it to uh, count unless you have something you want to do instead. Um, this guy seems like a subordinate. Um, can I do some RP before I make my check? Okay. All right. He will. Zev will just ask. Next, are you in service to that woman over there? Yeah, she pays the bills. How long have you been working for him? Uh, a couple years. Excellent. What has that been like for you? It's fine. Mostly I haul our luggage around. I'm learning how to drive the sleigh. And what might you be doing in Sprint Shander once you arrive? Well, probably parking the sleigh. <laughs> I don't know how to park it yet. She, uh, she can't help but chuckle a bit at that. <laughs> it does seem a daunting task. I just do what the lady asked me to do. Um, I'll just let it stand there and keep my victory. Okay. We need all the victories you get. All right. Oh, both of them. Three. <laughs> oh. So, as the um, as Nax's uh, wagon or uh, sleigh sort of pulls around this uh, snowbank, like past these trees, um, you're keeping an eye out for all the dark shadows and. You know, spooky eyes in the darkness. I will, re- I will recast Detect Magic, by the way. Recast Detect in, in Magic. In view of him, too. Okay. Uh, you're picking up the same necrotic energy from him and the sled dogs. Yeah, I, get the, I get the feeling from talking to him that he won't be as as uh, as offended. Mm. Uh, and if he does look at me strange, does he look at me strangely when I do that? Not particularly. Like, he notices you doing it, and he just keeps back to doing his task. All right. Um, That's good. He probably doesn't know what I'm doing, then. So he, they, they pull around, like, and, and you're getting that sinking feeling in your gut because you're pulling, like, around the backside of this, like, copse of trees. And um, they're, like, half sticking out of the snow. Um, red snow all around it is the unmistakable form of a um, frozen, decapitated dwarf. Um, seeing the snow, and Nax sort of turns to you since he was talking to you. There he is. Thank you. Where's uh, Brent Shander? Uh, well, I'll, I'll direct. I'll direct them. Males, if you would get that out. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, come on, chop chop. Big <laughs> <laughs> cloud of steam comes out of his nose. Well, and snide look. I vomit. Oh. <laughs> puking uh, is gonna be your meme. <laughs> Nikolai will plot over and fetch. And before, when Una hears. You talking to them and, you know, we're <coughs> Brinchander, you'll just hear her voice in your head going, don't tell them. She does give a start, because I think this is the first time she's heard the uh, telepath- telepathic Una. <laughs> and she's just like, noted. <laughs> Makes a no- mental note. Um, all right, cool. <laughs> noted. Child, he's fucking creepy. <laughs> tell Tuna. Tell Tuna. <laughs> okay, so she's how much knowledge would I have of this map, by the way? Um... I mean, it, it's a pretty general map. You you know how, you know, all the ten towns sort of connect to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say, like, you know, yeah, you, you can give cardinal directions to the ten towns. You know where the spine of the world is, given oh. your recent adventures. Of the course. lakes. But we just can't. And we're, like, Shander. here? Yeah. And that's where they want to know where to yep. go to. Yeah. Okay. But we don't want to tell them. Oh, I see. Okay. I will begin speaking with him then. Okay. <clears throat> Well, Nax, you have certainly earned our goodwill. And so it is I am obliged to tell you. In fact, I will do you one better. I will tell you of a route unknown to most travelers. Okay. As I speak to him, you may actually cut through a hidden path, made, of course, much more difficult by the snow. But, of course, I will give you the details. If you cut just past Goodmead, you can find a much quicker route to Bryn Shand. And I will just direct him, like, that way. Okay. Like a, like south, it's like south east. Uh, east. Yeah, oh, go pretty. fuck up those guys in Dugan's hole. <laughs> yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah. Fuck those guys. Fuck that hole. Dugan's oh. hole football. What? <laughs> uh, that sounds like a deception check. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know it. Ten. Uh, inspiration. Thank you. Fifteen. All right. Um, it's a good thing you use the inspiration. He rolled a fourteen. Um, and he uh. 
He's sort of he, he's listening and uh, teamwork. Oh, I have inspiration. <laughs> save it for <laughs> I saved it for somebody who can roll fucking dice. Can <laughs> <it> me? <laughs> <laughs> can roll dice. Nope. He, he listens. He listens Sometimes. to like your 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 farcical directions, and he's like, okay, so we go this way, and we're looking for. I'll even make a show of it. Like, oh, no, not not quite. But then I'll just I'll. I'll even like start like I'll use my rapier to like outline some stuff in the snow and try to make it like not super complicated, but like make minor corrections to okay. like make him kind of doubt himself a little what? bit.